Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 5 of the EDMist Podcast, your EDM discussion group. I'm your host, JT Fails, founder of the EDMist.co, a dance music blog. It has been a while, but I am super excited to be back here with you guys. So uh, for episode five, we have a really exciting guest, someone that many of you may know. He is a forefather of mine in the EDM podcasting game. He is the co-host of the EDM talk show with D. Kennedy, and his name is Tony N. How's it going, everyone? Welcome. I'm we're, glad you're here. We're in Austin. We're in Austin. So Tony, where are you normally based out of? I'm uh, normally based out of Dallas. Okay. And uh, I moved here, as you guys know, just a few months ago, but Tony was swinging through town and uh, I asked if he wanted to record. So uh, this is cool. Two, two EDM podcasts coming together. So uh, we've got a few topics to talk about. The first one is I want to ask about your show. And then as you are a resident of Dallas, I'm curious to know about the Dallas EDM scene. And uh, finally, you just got back recently from Movement Festival. Detroit. Detroit. Mm -hmm. And uh, what kind of music do they play there? Mostly techno. So it was a deep, cool, urban festival. Yeah, right in the middle of the downtown. But to start off, I'm going to ask you the question I ask everyone, which is, what got you into EDM? My brother got me into uh, dance music. and Older so, or younger? Older brother. Okay. And um, he used to be going to raves uh, back in late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. And so that's where I was initially exposed to it. Okay, but did you go to these raves? I did or? not go okay, to the Okay, I mean, so Big Brother wasn't like taking you to the no. raves as an underage. No, I, but <laughs> I, would, I came in right after kind of like the era of the Chemical Brothers and, mm. and Daft Punk and uh, Crystal Method, that kind of, a little bit after that era, yeah. era and kind of started with Daft Punk, uh, Darude, DJ Encore is another one. Don't know that one. Uh, But it was kind of like Euro trance. That's kind of what I started out. And when did you sort of like come into your own and and sort of like delve into it? It was probably 05, 06, around there. I got this DVD by a guy named Bad Boy Bill, and uh, he's an old Chicago house DJ. So you say a DVD, was it like a video? It was, a, yeah, it was DVD of clubbing footage. So oh, they, okay. they brought in cameras. So it was a big production back wow. then to bring in a camera to a club and, you know, record the audio and the video like professionally, uh-huh, you know, not just uh-huh. like handy cam. Okay. But uh, yeah, he released uh, an official DVD. It is Bad Boy Bill still around? He's actually coming to Austin next week. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's are you, funny. Are you it's going a funny to see thing. him? I'm, I'm debating it. That's the thing. Oh, my God. So he's actually crazy. bringing his vinyl, and he's going to be at Kingdom. Oh, shit. Uh, with he's all vinyl. vinyl. Well, wow. yeah, he, he switched to CDJs, but okay. uh, he's bringing back the vinyl. Cool. It's kind of this, this particular tour. So you were you were a house guy, yeah. And then where did, where did you go from there? When did your senses like deepen and sharpen? Um, it was always house, maybe till about five years ago. Then I started digging into, I guess, tech house, and then now techno and kind of more experimental stuff. So when did you start the EDM talk show? Started it in 2012. Okay. And uh, I did it alone, and I was like, the way that I started it out was. I was talking to my friends about dance music, and I'm like, man, this should just be recorded. And it was kind of about mostly about the 
business side of music. So okay. just not just tracks, but everything from lighting to ticket sales to lo- music licensing. And I was like, why doesn't anyone talk about this in dance music? And you've had guests of all stripes on your on your show, right? Yes, I have. Everything from journalists to DJs to um, basically anyone, actually any, anyone but a DJ I, I want on my show. It's, it's kind of the <laughs> That's weird, interesting. The weird thing. Is that because you feel like DJs have like such a such a big open mic already? DJs are on every show, uh, whether they do their mix show or whether they do. Um, just interviews, right? That's who you see on the interviews on YouTube, but you don't see the people working behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what I really wanted to hear. Your show's been around a while. Um, you haven't recorded an episode in a while. I'm wondering where you guys are going with it. Yeah, we, we don't know yet. The What was hard was D's in California. I'm in Texas. So kind of our schedules would always get mixed up and um, we kind of just fell off the track and you really got to keep on that track. But we, I mean, we still love doing it, but I'm not sure where our next steps are. And I'm actually going to go see D in a couple of weeks, and uh, we're going to f- try to figure it out. And cool. Whether that be a radio, another radio show or another venture, I think uh, it was a good starting point. And, mm-hmm. we, and we loved what we did. And again, we did it for, you know, 50 episodes or something like that. And we still love it. And, yeah. So it might not, might not be the end. Yeah, it's not the end for sure. Can you talk about what other ventures you guys are considering? Maybe not even anything in radio is the thing. It's mm-hmm. just like when we think about dance, the dance music industry, like where's the void, right? I think you have to think about problems that you see. Like why does it take so long to get into a festival? Even something like sound in a club, right? If people don't wear earplugs in, you can still make a sound system good and not have earplugs and not have it hurt your ears. Mm. So Things like cool. that just to make it better. Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear what you guys uh, come up with. So you brought along some music. I think the first one you brought is one of my faves. Uh, It's an Eric Prids remix. What what do you got for us? This is Calvin Harris flashback. These are actually two of my favorite artists. And a lot of people, you know, maybe... Calvin Calvin Harris and Eric Prids. Yeah. Yeah. So they... A lot of people... so different. I think... Exactly. So that's the thing. I'm... I think my personality, I'm very bipolar into liking, you know, techno one day, and then I'll go listen to Calvin Harris like an hour later. This kind of brings two worlds together.
So you've lived in Dallas, I think you told me seven or eight years, is that right? Yes. One thing I've found in moving from San Francisco to Austin is just how different the scene is between cities. How big is EDM in Dallas? I think it's pretty big. I think we have about two or three clubs that would be the main kind of who, who they bring, like the Armin Van Buren's, the uh, Calvin Harris's and stuff like that. Which ones are those? Those are the Lizard Lounge, Stereo Live, and I would say uh, Bomb Factory is another one. And Bomb Factory is like more of a concert venue. I know I've heard about Lizard Lounge for a long time, mm-hmm. and I, I'm just learning about Stereo Live because they also have a club in Houston, right? Correct. Stereo Live just opened up maybe about two to three months ago, oh, but they're they're competing. They have the promoters to be able to compete with Lizard Lounge. Lizard Lounge mm-hmm. has been maybe over 20 years. Oh, think, really? So that's been there the whole time you've been there? Correct, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's where pretty much every Dallas clubber starts out okay. uh, at the Lizard Lounge because uh-huh. it's 18 plus. And, you know, they bring big names there. And have you seen more clubs opening up or like more, you know, promoters catering to dance music fans? Yeah, I've seen more clubs open up, but they don't last. So oh, interesting. Lizard so Lounge is really the one, yeah, that mm. has kind of stuck it through it all during hard times or whatever happens with the economy. All right. So what's your feeling on Lizard Lounge? I like it, actually. I don't go there as much as I used to because they don't bring my favorite talent, but they've actually, they used to bring, you know, more, when I used to be into trance, they used to bring a lot of trance and house acts. And now they're actually trying to bring more kind of dubstep and mm. kind of kind of that Skrillex sound. Mm. Um, yeah, that's kind of making a comeback actually. A very hard enough. electro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are there any big like local DJs? Like are there any famous uh, people we might know who are from? Hail from Austin, or, uh, Dallas. Uh, there's a guy named Maceo Plex. Oh, and he I didn't know that. Is from Dallas, but he's he lives in Spain now. Mm. But uh, so he kind of. I was gonna say I, I just assumed he was European <laughs> because he's just such deep techno yeah. that like he must be European. <laughs> so I think that's our biggest star that oh, came Maceo out of Plex, Dallas. Brett Johnson is another one. He kind of does that kind of old classic house. That's kind of the guys who made those it are, big. Those are the hometown yeah. heroes. Yeah, okay. exactly. Are there any scenes that are particularly big? Any subgenres that have like a really strong following in Dallas? Yeah, actually, one that's not talked about a lot is drum and bass. And mm. there's a Thursday Weekly, and they it's run by a company called Two Tone, I believe. Okay, where do they do it? They do it at a venue called Wits End, and it's down in Deep Ellum. There is a techno scene. Sometimes random warehouses will pop up. Oh, cool! Near an area called Greenville, which is kind of a district of bars and restaurants Hmm. so you recently went to movement festival yeah um movement festival is in detroit when when is it held memorial day weekend so usually around the last weekend of may what was your experience was that your first time it's my third time oh third time and it's it's not a place where you vacation most of the time where when people say oh I'm, Detroit I'm going, really yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Detroit but uh, everyone always looks at me crazy and says but we should <laughs> say Detroit has like a long and storied history you know in techno and house like Correct. that is that's really with Chicago mm-hmm. that's the birthplace of it so right. really it's a really fitting place for it yes it's I, we call it the the mecca we're going we're going back to the mecca. Uh, movement's been going on, uh, I think, for a long time. Around 15, I think around 15 years, since wow, 2000. Wow, really long time. Yeah, in the first seven years, it was free. 
Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, cool. so it was actually sponsored by the city. That's so, so cool. So everyone would be able to go for free. They would bring in the DJs. So this um, takes place like in downtown Detroit, correct, right? Correct. What's the location for it? Uh, it's called Hart Plaza. Okay. And. It's actually right on the water, and across the water you can see Windsor, Canada. Mm. So it has a really beautiful view. It's a beautiful property. Whether it has, you know, a, a what is it called? Not seaside, but a kind of a riverside stage where you can see the river and listen to music. It has an underground stage where you actually go underground. Oh shit! It's all concrete. <laughs> And the the sound is just bouncing off the walls, wow. and that's why you need uh, earplugs. earplugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One more thing is the the main stage is a bowl, so it's kind of like okay. if you imagine Red Rocks, you know, in Denver, if you it's kind of that amphitheater, but it's it's inside a bowl, and then everyone the the crowd is surrounding the bowl. It's what, like like a like an amphitheater kind of bowl. It's, it's exactly. It's okay. kind of like amphitheater. So it's bowl. not like a drained pond. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> Got you. So there's three stages. There's six. Oh, six stages. But uh, the other the other ones are not any anything special i guess there's okay. other stages on, on the other side of the okay park so you get what kind of artists do you get there um i think you get a lot of techno and house mm-hmm. um a lot of a lot of the djs will come in from like germany and the uk they'll do detroit and then maybe la or new york and mm-hmm. then they get out of here mm-hmm. and that's why i i tend to go there every year as to catch those people and some of them just come in for Detroit and then they leave. Okay. So cool. I think it's catching those exclusives too and, and knowing who they are, who, who are just going to tour for that one date. So these, these are like techno and um, deep house, would you say? Yeah, I'd say just, yeah, techno, deep house, maybe just tech house. Yeah, it's kind of just within those three genres uh, that I've just said, it's mostly stays within there. I mean, okay. randomly, we there was Snoop Dogg there a year ago, which is really <laughs> random. And out of all these German techno artists... Why not? Snoop Dogg's <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And again, Skrillex played, like, I think a year ago. Who, who were your favorite artists that you saw there this year? Derek Pleslako and Mike Servito. Okay. Um, they kind of do a tag team there every year, and I always like that. Um, La Fleur, and she's a... DJ, I believe from either Belgium or France, and I saw her, and I've never seen her before, and she surprised me a lot. At an after party at the this venue called The Works, okay. I saw Casa Grain. And how, do you, how do you spell it? C A S S E G R A I N. Okay. And then Perk and Adam X, and they kind of did uh, one after each other, kind of line up, and they, they're from Europe, and. Again, they, they were only in for that show uh, for the after party, and that went on to about seven eight a.m. Oh, and it was it was beautiful. So, is Movement a daytime festival? Movement's a daytime festival from noon to midnight. Okay, and then the after parties start there. So the after parties are like part and parcel. Like like they're not. I assume they're not put on by the festival, but everyone goes to these after parties. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You, Dependent, you get to the festival whenever you get to it, and then you stop at midnight, and then kind of go back, change, and then head out to the after party. Sweet. Is it a three-day festival? It's a yes, three-day festival. So you're finishing up on Monday at like six a.m. Tuesday, six a.m. Oh shit! So, <laughs> <laughs> well, because it, the the festival actually starts on the Saturday because okay. the Memorial Day Monday you oh, get off. Right, right, right. So. Um, 
yeah, I usually got to take a late flight out on Tuesday. Uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was getting Snapchats from people, and it was like 7 a.m., and they're still dancing. I'm like, God there, I bless. mean, there's always a party going on. Is The thing is, it's they they stop liquor at 2 a.m., but they begin again at 7 a.m. So oh my God. there's venues that open. There's that venues that, to start your morning. <laughs> there's venues that open up at 7 a.m. That vodka Red Bull. So it just depends on how long you want to go. I mean, there, there's always something going on. All right, so that's about all the time we have for this episode. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been awesome. Yes. Um, do you have uh, social media presences you want to let people know about? Yeah, most of my social media is Tony NTV, and if you type that into all the social medias available now, you can find me. Uh, but if you want to contact me the fastest, it would be Twitter at Tony NTV. Awesome. And you can follow the EDMist on Twitter at the EDMist on Snapchat at the same name, uh, or on Instagram at the underscore EDMist. All right, we got one more song from you. Yes. Uh, this is the song we're about to go out on. Tell us what you brought. This is Bondax giving it all, and uh, the reason why I'm here in Austin, and the reason what brought me down here from Dallas is these guys. They are younger than me. I mean, they're like maybe. 2021 and they just have such an old soul and they they bring back memories from like early 2000s and when you say old soul you mean like they like dig deep in yeah music like history, i mean they're, exactly or, like okay. they're, they're they're djing with you know 90s r&b and you know oh, 80s shit. samples and stuff mm. like that so i think that's what i love about them and um it's just kind of this fresh sound with these old vibes okay and this is this is giving it all by Bondax. All right, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Someone